this world don't fit where the world used to fit. I don't long for the things that I used to long for. And suddenly, it's not about reading eight chapters a day. I get up in the morning excited because I want to read the Word of God. He doesn't put a number on it. I just enjoy His Word. I enjoy talking. I can't wait to talk to Him about my kids, my grandkids, my, my, my brother, my sister, their kids. I can't wait to talk to God about, about you guys. I prevail in that one, I'll be honest, you know. But no, I love coming and the body, the community of God, this house before him. It's, 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 it's awesome to ask him to prosper you, to increase you, to protect you keep you safe, to impart his health to you. It's an honor to come before him, but I, I, it's, it's, it's not, a, oh, I got, I got to put it off my checklist here today. I got I to gotta put in my time. Oh, I'm going to have to rush this one, God. I don't have much time. Yeah, I'm going to say it to you again, friend. Something happens that changes us from inside that affects our outside. For those who believe in him. See, perish isn't an end of life thing. Perish that he's referring to is every day. Those who believe upon him don't perish they prosper. They increase. What about that last part, Pastor? <clears throat> Whoever believeth upon him shall not perish, but have. If I've told you this once, I've told you a hundred times. Everlasting life is not an endless extension of days. Everybody has in our concept that everlasting life, endless days. I don't care whether you're a believer or an unbeliever. We all shall live eternally. The only question is, where are you going to spend your eternity? Smoking or non-smoking? So, what does that mean? Look up the word. Everlasting life is one word. In the Greek, zoe. I can even spell it, it's so short. Z-O-E. What does zoe mean? It means God kind of, God quality of life. Life as God has it. That means that those who believe upon him will not perish. Talking about today, but the opposite. But have life as God has it. Really? Yes. 
What kind of life does God want? Why do I ask these questions? I, what kind of life does God have? <laughs> They'll ask them, yeah, it's God kind of life, that's true. Think about this a second. Seriously, think about what kind of life God has. Because if you've been listening to me this morning, you would say, Pastor, that's incorrect. And you're absolutely right. God doesn't have life. He is life. Shall not perish, but shall Joy unspeakable, full of glory. The half hasn't yet. There's so much to it. <coughs> Excuse me. That sounds like nervous, didn't it? But, but here's the thing. I have seen so many believers bogged down with so much garbage, so much junk, so much mindset, so many monsters, so many mind invaders, those monsters that get in there, they, they steal, they kill, and they destroy. That's not God. His word says, be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. That's not going to happen like, fill my mind with your goodness. Fill my mind with all this good thoughts. God, keep those bad thoughts out of my head. You know what God says to you? Exactly. You do it. God, that's why I'm coming to you. I'm asking you to... So no. Renew. 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 Transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are what you put in. You keep putting what you're putting in, it's going to come out with what you have coming out. You are a sum total today of all that you put in from the yesterdays, right? But if you want tomorrow change, guess what? Put new stuff in. Like his word. Like, mm, I've, I've already gone over the edge here. I've gone a little too long. But I, I just, I want to say some things that's going to take forever to say it, but I want to say it. And I'm, what I'm trying to say is what I could have said when I should have said what I did say, and I didn't say what I should have said. Do I got a witness in the house? <laughs> my friend, my heart bleeds for believers that don't know their God. I'm not even calling into question salvation or anything like that. That's, I'm not the judge, right? But I am here to say there's the witness of fruit in many people's lives. And they walk in turmoil, not obedience. 
They walk in frustration. And, and the truth of the matter is, I'm not going to say your situation is going to change. When you begin to rest, when you begin to trust, when you begin to walk in that place of presence. Now, you know what? You get hit all that much more, to be honest with you. The difference isn't what you're being hit with. The difference is how you're walking through it. You know, there was a day, remember the song, I got peace like a river, I got, I wanted to get my hands on that person. I wanted to deal with him severely. Because I didn't know that peace. I'm here to tell you today that that peace is who he is. That assurance is who he is. as he becomes to us, it's because we rest in him. He can't become to you what you want him to be so that your agenda can be met for your life. You selfish thing, you. Boy, that was a hard saying, wasn't it? But it's true. He becomes to us what we need him to be. As we walk after him, as we suffer with him, as we are led by him, the enemy's not going to come in to stop you. You've got to stop yourself. The enemy's looking at you going, keep up the good work. But the enemy's going to try and shut you down with everything he's got. in God when you begin to look towards him and your life is turned upside down. Yes? He is a peace that surpasses all understanding. He is a strength in the legs to all those who keep standing. He'll hold up the wall for us. you're here this morning and you don't know him in that kind of relationship if you if in your mindset a, a believer is somebody that has to do everything right keep things in line prove to God I'm a good person we say that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me through him through him well here's some strength for you buddy no through him he is the strength so I can do all things through strength who strengthens me? That's how he works. <laughs> Would you just bow your heads with me for a moment? No sleeping. But you're here in this place this morning. And you don't know him as your Lord and your Savior.
you don't know that relationship, you don't know that peace. Your concept has been one way or another, and the truth is, everything within you tries to stand against it. Well, hey, yeah, that's kind of more man-made than who he is. That's a man-made belief versus who he really is. So this morning in your heart, if your life is saying yes to a relationship with him, to believe upon him and have everlasting life, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. In fact, the whole house, I'm asking you to pray with us. And if you believe in your hearts, that he is who he says he is. God's going to change your life. Pray with me, Jesus. I don't fully understand, but something's pulling on me. And I know this morning, I need to know you in my life. I receive you. Forgive me. Save me. Be my Lord. Come into my life. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Yeah, get. Amen. Welcome. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family. If you, if you prayed that prayer this morning, would you do me right I'm, I'm going to ask you to do the hardest thing you ever did. I'm going to ask you to swing from these chandeliers this morning. No, let's make it a little easier. You can't jump that high. Friend, you never could jump that high. That's why they tell you to go to Lowe's, get a ladder, and get over it. You know what I mean? But if you're here this morning in this place, and you just prayed that prayer, just, just right where you're at, just, just you know, give it one of these. Put a... Put, put, put a, 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 an action to what you just, I said yes to Jesus this morning. I said yes to, there you go. The, oh yeah, come on somebody. He is way maker, promise keeper. Thanks for the message by the way, boys. Light in the darkness. My God, that is who he is. Huh. And believer, God's talking to you. Hello? He's talking to you about where your life is at, where it's going, and how it's going there. We're stuck, man. We continue to try to do the same thing over and over and over again. But guess what? God's got a new thing going. Amen? Amen. This morning we're going to take just a moment. I'm going to ask the following people to come forward. Because we're going to do something strange to them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm in this feisty mood right now. I just, But I'm going to ask the following if they would make their way. Sarah Royka, if she would come at this time. I'm going to ask Glenda Green to come at this time. And I'm going to ask Anthony Kelly. And his wife, who's not here, bless you, because she got called into 
a mandatory work day. And as he has told us, she is not a happy camper. I'm asking if Arctic, where'd you go? Oh, you're back here. No, you're not. I lost her. You're here. Where'd you go? Oh, I'm going to ask Americus if she would come at this time, please. Thank you. Where'd she go? These are the individuals who have asked to become a part of this house as partners. They are joining in this house as partners of this house, as owners in this house, to, to be a part of the heart, the vision, and the mission of this house, which is to continually connect, grow, and serve. To take and realize people becoming incredible, powerful, wonderful believers, enabling them, encouraging them, growing them in their walk, in their living, for fulfilling ministry, not just in the church, but also in the world. So they'd stand before us this morning as partners of Ravenna Assembly of God. You know, God's the one that created the church. He's the one that brought it about, put it into motion, had the things put into place. And, and, and the truth of the matter is that as he has done so, he's created a body called the church, which we are a part of because of a relationship with him. We are a part of that body, that family. And I'm not sure whether Ravenna Assembly of God is the big toe, the little finger, or the nose, or what part of it it is. But we all function as one. And this morning, I want you to remember that Christ has committed to his church his promises his touch, his holiness. But you know what? God does through the church by the people. When God's will is being worked out, when God's move is taking place, it'll be because of the hands of his body, of this community. And God's got great things in store as we continue to stamp down something called a pandemic and begin to broaden our reach and go and declare the kingdom of God. So I come to you this morning and I ask you as believers, I ask you as partners, do you promise by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church for holiness, knowledge, to promote its prosperity, spirituality, to sustain its worships, and to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry and the activities of the church. And do you also, to the best of your ability, strive to maintain your personal and family devotions, seeking the salvation of the lost, walking circumspectly in the world, avoiding appearances of evil and refuse 
to have any part in tail-bearing or bite backbiting and, and seek that love that thinketh no evil. And do you also, to the best of your ability, promise to watch over one another in brotherly love, sisterly love, and to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in distress and in sickness, and to be courteous and forgiving to one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. I'm going to ask our board members, and if they're here, their wives, to come at this time. I'm going to ask you to stand behind these that are here this morning. We're going to lay hands on them. Why don't you turn around at this moment so that they can see who you are, so that when you see them after the service, you'll wrap your arms around them and just say, God bless you, welcome to the family. There's huge steps because from here on out as a partner, when you're an owner, you're taking care of things. You get involved in things. You lead in things. And God's not finished with each of these. So would you stretch your hands out to them this morning? Lord, I thank you for this family, for this house that you have blessed all of us with. We know there are many more houses all over the place that are meeting right now. But Lord, you have guided us, you have brought us together in this place with a vision, with a mission, with a ministry. You've called us together with a purpose. I don't by any means believe that anybody is here by chance. But there has been divine appointments that have been laid. And in that, you're leading and guiding and bringing things together. For those who stand before us, we are blessed. They bless this house. They are valued. They are of importance. There is much for them to do. Guide them, develop them, strengthen them. Let them know your hand and touch become to them you who are. And Lord, may they know your blessing. May they know your favor. May they know your strength, your wisdom. Prosper them, increase them, protect them, keep them safe, your help to them. In Jesus' name. Say it with me. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, let's give him praise, can we? <clears throat> Amen. They're welcoming them and they're, they're being seated. I'm only going to, what time is it, brother? Oh, hey, we're early, right? I got at least another 30 minutes to preach. How many know God's done his work in our hearts this morning? You don't have to put a time limit on that. Amen. Um, as you would know, that there are a number of other things that I was going to preach and touch on, but God has other ideas. But there's something I need to take care of this morning, and it's sort of a bitter, keep playing, Joe. Don't stop. 
your hands are going to continue to play for a long, long, long time. Did I do okay? Yeah. It's a bittersweet moment that I have to share with you. I have a letter before me that is entitled, Dear Ravenna Assembly of God, I want to thank you for the past four and a half years of your love for me and my family and your amazing support and my leadership. I am beyond grateful for the many memories, friendship, and connections my family and I have gained during this time here at Ravenna Assembly. My family and I recently have sensed the call of God on our lives. Well, I hope you sensed that a long time ago. Okay, all right, I'm going on. But this time, for a promotion to pastor a church of God that has opened doors to become, and he has received that call. I'm a man living now. He's received that call, been voted in with 100% votes to Harrison Assembly of God in southwestern Ohio, which is down by Dayton. While we are sad, he says, that we are leaving Ravenna Assembly, we know that God has many great things in store for you all. That sounds like somebody from Missouri. I want to personally thank Pastor Beck. Thank you. For his leadership and mentorship in my life as I prepare for another step in leadership and in God's kingdom. Thank you again for all your love and support over these years. We love you all. Pastor Joe J. No longer is it going to be called Joe, Pastor Joe. You got a new name called Pastor. And I love that on him. I won't tell you the name that Lydia has for him. <laughs> We're going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. He's been a great friend and a tremendous associate. He has been, to me, my right-hand guy to do the things of the ministry. Will God provide somebody else? Yes. Mike Pipes has already agreed to be the youth pastor. <laughs> Rest assured, God has, God has his person in store for this place. But in the meantime, next Sunday will be Pastor Joe's last Sunday. Wow. He'll be sharing the word next Sunday morning. We'll also be receiving a love offering for him to bless him as he makes his way down south carrying four little girls. <laughs> I think Lydia's staying behind. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to miss him. 
I'm going to ask Pastor Joe and his wife to make their way to the back of the door. And this way, on your way out this morning, you'll be able to greet them, to shake their hand, give them a hug, let them know, hey, at the door, not here, okay? <laughs> My goodness, you girls are unacceptable. But here's the thing. Don't underestimate what God has done in this place this morning. Uh, that's the one thing I want you to realize. There's still more in store. There's still much, much more in store. Uh, I'm excited for, for Joe and Lydia and where God's taking them on this journey. I know it's been in his heart for a long time. He's hit, he's hit a couple walls along the way. But you know what? God opens the door that needs to be opened at the time it needs to be opened. And I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're getting a great pastor. They don't deserve him. He should stay right here. But I want you to understand what this church has meant to them as well. And I won't go into details because that's, that's, there's no need to. But you have brought about healing in them. You have brought about assurance in their heart concerning the call of God in their lives. You have birthed a pastor and his wife to go forth and establish the kingdom of God. And I bless you for that. I'm still taking you out of my will. I want you to know that as we bring this service to a close this morning, that these altars are open. Look, man, God's been dealing to you throughout this entire service. If you need to find that time and that place, we're here to pray with you. We have altar workers that are waiting to surround you and love on you. If you received Christ as your Lord and your Savior this morning, we want to share with you more. So we ask that as we end in this prayer that you can make your way to these altars and let God continue to transform your lives. Create David would call it a new heart. Paul would say I'm a new creation. The pastor would say I feel like I've got 20 more minutes to preach. Lord, I thank you for this day. What a day it's been. Great, great, great. I honor you. I adore you. I praise you. You not only have blessed this house, you continue to bless this house. You're not done with your heart and the calling So I pray, Lord, that God arise. Let your name be exalted. Empower your church once again. Let your name be praised. And Lord, 
fill us. It's like when Paul prayed, Lord, to open our eyes of understanding. He also prayed there that we would have a revelation, a new understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not a hit, say, boom, that's it. There's so much more. Teach us, Holy Spirit. Guide us, Holy Spirit. Anoint us, Holy Spirit. Fill your temple, Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Can we give him praise one more time? He's worthy. I want you to know these altars are open. We are here to pray with you. I also know you want to love on Pastor Joe and Lydia, and I don't want to hold you up from that, but at the same time, if God's dealing with you, don't leave this place without him doing what he has desired to do. May God richly bless you. You are dismissed.